Hey, Zeph. Hey. How you doing, man? I'm good. Hey, did you hear about uh, uh, the dead guy? I killed him. No. How- and I did it without it with uh, the color desaturated. No cool camera move into a different room. Improv. guys ever noticed that we don't practice anything at all refer to the name of the podcast yeah that's fair you you signed up for this by getting this far into this yeah what is this episode 900 what are we on i don't know i can't wait till we keep doing this regardless of distance and it just becomes more and more chaotic and it's not even the same it's not as polite it's not as calm we're more chaotic than when we started. I can't wait till we're old and we're like. Oh, I know. Well, it's. I think the podcast is getting better. I really do think it's getting better as we go. Yeah. It's definitely getting less organized yeah. and it's getting far more chaotic. But when I, you know, when I listen back to those first few episodes, yeah, nobody wants to listen to formal professionals no, talk. Right. About, nobody wants that. I don't want that. Yeah, but you know what I would love to hear? I would love to hear what you guys have to say about it. If you guys want to leave us a five-star review on Google, Apple, whatever it is that you're using to listen to us. Spotify now, I think you can leave reviews. Hey, Spotify now has reviews. And if you give us a call at... You know the number by now. I don't. I truly don't. You absolutely should. You've heard it so many times. I've heard it. I I think I just hear white noise. Guess. I don't even know where to start. 918... It starts with 918. Yeah, I got a Tahlequah phone number. 918 2 yeah. 7. Close. 8 6. 268. Two, yes. 3. No. 7. Close. 6. Yeah. <laughs> now, call us at 9. <laughs> call us at 918. <laughs> 918-268. Six three three seven. <laughs> Whenever I that little pause trying to come up with the next number, I thought I'm gonna have to remember the first three numbers I said, and I don't remember what those were. <laughs> and I just said it. <laughs> uh, yeah, 918-268-6337. Leave us a voicemail. Yeah. What are we talking about today, Steph? Oh, I'll tell you. There's a guy out there. Mm-hmm. I don't know what he looks like. <laughs> His name is David, and he makes some really good movies. I think he looks like Peter Gabriel, maybe. That's one of the archetypal humans, <laughs> Peter Gabriel. Bald, <laughs> ominous, maybe white goatee. John Malkovich. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, no, we're talking about David Fincher movies. Yeah. Um, I like David Fincher. I like him a lot. Uh, I don't know what he looks like. And partly because I feel like he just isn't as in the in the uh, he's not in the mainstream as much as like uh, somebody like Tarantino. Not mainstream. He's probably more mainstream. But I mean, in terms of like his public image and his presence in the media and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. I don't see David Fincher interviews often. I see Tarantino on like every. Yeah. Everything I see Scorsese everywhere. I see there's just directors you see everywhere. Everybody knows what Steven Spielberg looks like. Yeah. 
But I I don't know what David Fincher looks like. Yeah. And I kind of want to keep it that way. Um, I know I do know it. I know I've seen him at some point, but I just don't remember. I think I saw him on your letterbox thing earlier. And I think that was the first time I'd ever seen that. I'm going to look right now. After you just said you want to keep it a secret. (laughs) Shut up, okay? Oh, yeah. I've seen him. Oh, he's not bald. He's not. Um, I have seen I have seen him before. He does have a goatee. Okay, well, the past five minutes uh, just has reminded me how bad my memory is. He looks like Don Henley, honestly. He, he does, looks like yeah. he could sing Hotel California right now. That'd be sick. Do it, David. What is, um, I'm so sorry, what is Zachariah's wife's name? David Fincher. I barely know her. Nice. Emery. Emery? Sorry. Oh, you farted. That's <laughs> different. Usually you burp. Yeah. Hey, I don't a, even know if you're going to hear that on the podcast. Well, boost that audio, boost the gain. I'm not boosting the gain on that. I'm <laughs> absolutely not scrolling <laughs> through this <laughs> to find the clip where you farted. It um, was at like four minutes and 50 seconds. I'm still not doing it. I want to go back and just see if you can hear it. Well, we w- maybe we will. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, we're just ranking David Fincher movies. We're just going through our own personal ranking. Yeah. We've each seen six David Fincher movies. And as Divine Providence would have it, they're the same six. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how that happened. That never yeah. happens. But we've seen the exact same Given six that David Fincher movies. He has like a good like catalog of works at this point. Like I mean, he's he, like 11. So, yeah, yeah. I mean like 11 feet, like huge films yeah. with A-list actors and budgets. Like he's beating out... Like, Nolan. Yeah, for sure. Is he? Probably. I don't know. We should do a Nolan ranking. Oh, I love Nolan. I like Nolan better than Fincher, probably. No, for sure. I like Nolan better than Fincher in terms of their overall work. But uh, we're talking about David Fincher today, and he's got some great movies, one of which is in my top 100 movies of all time. And it's it's one of my favorite movies. It's my favorite biopic. But we're not there yet. I think we should start from the bottom and go up. Start from the bottom. Okay. And now we're here. Um, and I have a couple things I got to say as we go. So I'll say them as we go. Okay. Uh, do you want to start or do you want me to start? Um, our last is going to be the same. Is it the same? Yeah. All right. Let's talk about our number six. All right. Our number six is The, the game, game. Starring? Michael Douglas. And I couldn't tell you who. Is there somebody else famous in that? Let's find Is there out. another famous person in that movie? I only remember Michael Douglas. Yeah, yeah Sean Penn's in it. Oh, yeah. Spike Jones is in it. Oh. Um, Anna Karenina. I'm <laughs> just kidding. That's Anna Katarina. Um, <laughs> can you imagine, though, if Anna Karenina herself? Uh, I don't know who that is. She, it's the famous book by uh, Anna Karenina. Who's that by? <laughs> is it Tolstoy? Is it Leo Tolstoy? It's a Russian guy. Oh, okay. I don't know. And I, don't, I also don't know. That, hey, I'm about to sound uncultured. Is Anna Karenina a real person? I don't know. I don't What's know. What's that book about? No idea. I know it's about a girl. It's like, is she real or not? I had no clue. No hey, clue. I have an, another book. Is it a book? I don't even know if it's a book or I Tell me. I think it's I a book. I, I have a feeling. And I don't know if it's a real human being or if it's like a, here's a neat story. Okay, tell me. Anne of Green Gables. That is a neat story. It's about a girl who does not exist. Do we know that? There might have been a girl named Anne in a place called Green Gables at some point, but I don't think the book is based on her. I'm honestly sec- I'm second guessing myself now that you. Brought it up. <laughs> um, yeah. Here's a book that is completely made up. 
Um, never mind. <laughs> no, I, well, it doesn't matter. It's not important. Uh, it's good you didn't. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. Could have said something else too. Anyway, that's not important. What's <laughs> important is that the game is David Fincher's worst movie. My mom showed me this movie a couple years back, and uh, she loved. She remembered liking it a lot. Yeah, and I was not a fan. I loved it up until the end, and then it completely lost me so hard that I gave it one and a half stars out of five. Yeah, I I don't know where this would be on. On our not qualified on scale. On our not qualified scale. Tell you where it is for me. 75. Okay. Which, it, for those of you out there who remember what the scale is, one is the best movie we've seen, 100 is the worst movie we've seen. So it's in between one and 100. The yeah. higher the number, the worse the movie. 75 is where I put Yeah. I would say, again, like I've, I've talked about this before, it's, I'm just such, at this point, I'm just such a passive movie watcher. If it's not like, it, I'll be like critical, I'll be like analytical. When I'm watching a movie in the theater for the first time, I'm like, oh, look at that. Look at the themes that are mirroring par- other parts of the movie that mm-hmm. happened. Like, whatever. I'll do that in the midst of my first watch. Mm-hmm. And I'm still like, that's good. All right. Sounds good. I eat popcorn. I drink well, that, Dr. Pepper. That's, that's the thing. is, uh, I think this podcast has done this to me and having a letterboxed account, yeah. which is that I rank things. I try to rank things evenly. Like, like if you look at my... Uh, if you look at a curve, a, a, a graph of where everything ranks, every movie yeah. I've ever seen, all thousand movies I've ever seen, and you put them on a graph, it's going to be a bell curve. Yeah. The, the most, I've ranked more movies three stars than anything else. And yeah. then it goes down. And the least I've ranked is one point is half a star or five stars. You know, and it just, yeah. it's a perfect bell curve because I try to spread everything evenly. Yeah. But with the exception of like anything below one star, if you ask me what I thought about that movie, I'll probably say it's fine or it's good. Yeah. Or, yeah, it was, I liked it. So this is the same way. I ranked this movie one and a half stars. And I still, if you ask me on the street, I would say, yeah, it's good. Because it's well made. It's well acted. It was engaging the entire yeah. time. The it was o- entertaining. The only reason least. it's so low is, spoiler alert for the game, 1997, directed by David Fincher, is the ending is so dumb that it completely ruined it for me. Yeah. Here's my 10-second synopsis. The whole premise is a guy is being basically pranked by a corporation. And uh, it's all the twist. The big twist is that it's for his, like, 40th birthday. But he's in this weird conspiracy where people are following him. And everything in his life is part of this conspiracy. And he's being watched. And then at the end, the whole prank is to drive him to suicide. And they finally drive him to kill himself. By jumping off a building. And then he happens to land where they positioned the cushion, knowing he would jump off, I guess, that exact spot in the building. And then everyone's there for a surprise party for him. Yeah, they even go so far as to fake you out, the audience, and being like, oh my gosh, it was uncovered. He discovered like all these people behind the scenes that were acting and faking. He discovered it was all a game. Like, look at this whole room of literal actors that are all in one place waiting to come on stage. It's like a really dark Truman show. Yeah. yeah. And then, nope, that was staged as well. They, they planned they staged that it all. out. And so the whole goal was to drive him to suicide. So the thing that drove me up a wall about this movie is just how stupid that whole premise is. Yeah. Because, first of all, you're, for your friend's 40th birthday, you're going to drive him to suicide. 
that he, and like the, oh yeah well he didn't actually kill himself because we knew blah blah yeah yeah but you still psychologically traumatized him forever two how did you know he would jump off that exact spot he could have jumped off anywhere on that building and he chose that spot he fell through glass onto a giant inflatable into his own birthday party it was the dumbest thing and then he immediately gets up and it's like oh my gosh Surprised you guys that totally was, got me. Yeah, that was crazy. Now let's like hang out and mingle, celebrate. And, and, then, he, some and then he asks that girl on a date. Dumb. The ending was so dumb that it, it ruined it for me. That's fair. No, that ending blew. Um, Anything else on that? My not qualified score for that is probably, I mean, like, yeah, I'm like with you. I'm going to change it to a 71. Now that we're talking about it and we're talking about how stupid that ending was, I think I'm going to move it down to like, like a 62. I don't, think, I don't think I've negatively rated something in a long time. Well, there you go. And that, that's how it was to me. It was just the ending. That's what was so disappointing. Shout out mom. She picked a great movie. It was awesome. Up until about last five minutes. And I was like, boy, that was stupid. Yeah. So, there's my opinion on that. But overall, that's fine. What's the next? Uh, you want to do your number? I'll do my number five. Then you number do yours. Five. You pick yeah. what yours is going to be. Yeah. My number five. This is an unpopular opinion because most pe- this is his most famous movie. This is what most people think of when they think of David Fincher. Mm-hmm. Fight Club. Fight Club is my number five. Um, still a great movie. Um, great film. And uh, um, it's just that Fincher has like four absolute bangers ahead of this. Yeah. that I just have to rank higher than Fight Club. So Fight Club is down low. Um but uh, I do think Fight Club is great. It's got a great twist. Great twist. No spoil. I'm not going to spoil it. Um, it. It's Brad Pitt. Mm-hmm. It's some of his youngest and hottest. Um, it's uh, gritty and dark and creepy and weird. And it gives you a terrible pit in your stomach and a slimy feeling all over. Yeah. And uh, But you still remember loving the experience. Yeah. So that's all I'll say because I'm not allowed to talk about it. Yeah. So, all in all, great movie. I'm going to rank it a... Uh, let me look at my conversion rating. I'm going to rank it a 31. 31, I think it's a good score. I What I like about... It's like that 90s. It was kind of like... It was really cool for things to be gritty. Yeah. And like for certain colors, like blues and greens, to be really oversaturated in the movie. It depends. Yeah, especially if you're freaking watching The Matrix, dude. Yeah. 1999 was a great year for the color green because yeah. that was absolutely insane. Yeah. And like I think that just whole gritty vibe, like that that 10 year chunk from like 95 to 2005, that was like, that's its era of like, oh, edgy boy summer like every movie you're gonna watch is gritty and dark and then and you turn th- off the movie and watch the freaking songs about jane music videos yeah she will be loved and then you're just like man i feel gritty you know? yeah it I need feels to wear like some baggy jeans it feels like every movie in that era um was made by the same guy that made the um you wouldn't steal a car <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's that's a, that's a I don't know how to describe it. I don't know what I'm trying to describe that commercial. I don't know gritty. No, I'll tell you. Edgy. The, I'll, no, I'll tell you the exact vibe. Tony Hawk Seven, in round no, 2. Tony uh, Tony Hawk in round 2 coupled with 7:30 p.m. water park locker room. <laughs> like echo, like like green tile and echoey and wet. 
Yeah. That's everything in Fight Club. Think of every single scene in Fight Club. Yeah. It's slightly damp. It's echoey. Yeah. And it's green. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, I don't have cell phone service in here. Yeah. And there's an old man. He's not making eye contact, but I know he's aware of my presence. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know, because I haven't probably read the Wikipedia on this movie since I watched it. The last time I watched it has been a few years. You read the Wikipedia? Probably. Oh, you do. Oh, you do. I do that every time I see <laughs> Anytime I learn any fact or hear about any historical event or watch any movie. Or, or, or discover of a new any, person. Learn of a new anything. Wikipedia. Wikipedia. Read the entire article, and then I feel like I have a working knowledge yeah. to not sound stupid in public. Absolutely. It comes yeah. I don't do it for the the love of knowledge. I do it for my ego. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, what were you saying? Um, it's such... I don't know how the movie went about being made. I don't know if it's based on something. I don't know if it's a completely original a screenplay. I'm pretty sure it's a novel. It's a book. Okay. It's a novel. What I was going to say... Well, now that it's a novel, great. Props to them for this compliment I was going to give... Venture, if it wasn't a novel, it's such a unique, into like such a unique individual story. Like all the little details about where the plot goes and the plot devices, making soap as a plot device, bizarre. Like, I think it's very interesting using the lie to give yourself a chemical burn, like the lie soap to give yourself a chemical burn. Yeah, I'm going to keep it real with you. I don't remember any of that. I don't remember this movie at all. It, I saw this movie in freshman year of high school. That's fair. And that was the last time I saw it. The novel um, came out in 96, so the same year. No, three years before. I don't think it, it's not saying anything about it like following the plot or anything anyways uh yeah i liked it i i think that's the game not good because of the ending every other one of the movies on this list pretty darn good great ending. and up yeah um, fun fact fight club 3 was released in comic book form in 2019 there was a fight club 2 did i say that <laughs> you know, <laughs> no, you didn't. Um, I would probably give this like a third, uh, like a thirty-nine. Fair. It's like, oh, that's good, good stuff. I, I'll need to rewatch it, but I'm um, sticking with thirty-one for now. Thumbs up, Davy. All right, give us your number four. My number four is actually gonna be. Wait, was your wait? What was your number five? Was it also Fight Club? Oh yeah, it was. It was? Yeah. So we have the same bottom two? Yeah, we have the same bottom two. All right, give us your number four. My number four is going to be The Social Network. Ooh, hot take. Yeah. Okay. And I, I again, bangers. This Absolute bangers. Five through one, all great movies. All fantastic. And like, I really enjoyed watching them. I'll watch them again. If somebody has, they're like, hey, you want to come over and watch this? I'll be like, yeah, let me grab, let me grab uh, beverages and I'll come over. We'll watch it. I'll bring food. They're great movies. I'll take time out of my day to watch these movies if somebody's mm-hmm. going to watch them with me. Um, what I'm not... A f- I'm not, like, crazy about biopics. Mm. I'm just not... It's, I don't, it's just not my thing. And I, I thought it was... I think Jesse Eisenberg did a great job. I think it was very captivating. I think it was really cool, like, looking into the mind of, like... Yeah. And the upcoming of this, like, very prominent figure, especially now... It was really good. It, especially, there's nothing crazy going on. The rest of these movies 
are insane. They're so weird. Yeah, the other three are absolutely insane. Yeah. This one was just like, here is people acting as normal human beings because yeah, this fair. happens. And that's good. Like, that's they were great actors. They did a, an incredible job. Just not, I mean, I, it's it wasn't impressive enough to me as a movie because it's a biopic yeah. to warrant a higher rating. So here's my thing, and you'll see where I ranked Social Network. We're about to get there. Yeah. I ranked it a lot higher. Um, the Social Network, to me, and I'll just talk about it now, though. Um, oh, what the heck? It's my number one. Yeah. It's my number, I'll say it, it's my number one David Fincher movie. This And it's on my top 100 favorite movies of all time. Yeah. It's up there. It was actually the first, other than Fight Club, it was the first Fincher movie I saw. Actually, I don't know when my mom showed me the game. It might have been before that. I yeah. don't know. Anyway, I saw it before I saw these other three we're about to talk about. And uh, I, I still, I've seen it the most of any movie on this list. I have rewatched The Social Network the most. And it's something very specific. It is, first of all, it like you mentioned, it's captivating all the way through. All the way through, it's completely yeah. captivating. And uh, the tone, I don't know how to explain the tone of that movie is something that like, just sucks me in immediately. And this is coming from a guy who hates Facebook. Yeah. I hate social media. I hate Mark Zuckerberg. I hate the whole story. Like the real life stuff it's about. Yeah. I also don't really like biopics that much. This is my favorite biopic. Yeah. And it's not really that close because I don't can't think of another one I like that much. Except yeah. for maybe the Brian Wilson biopic, Love and Mercy. With yeah. There's Paul like, Dano. I would like really have to like scrub my brain to like think of biopics that I'm like, I would... Yeah, Most like biopics it. are bad, dude. Bohemian Rhapsody is bad. There's yeah. so many bad biopics. Dude, I I will never go out of my way to watch Elvis. Mm-mm. I think of somebody who's I like, watched I, the first I 15 minutes extra... and I just was like, hey, I love Elvis. I love Elvis. And I didn't care about that movie. That's funny. I don't really like Elvis. Really? Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll say I love... Uh, I'm not a big fan of the rockabilly stuff. I, yeah, 50s oh, rock and roll. Yeah, yeah. I love his ballads. Mm-hmm. Love Me Tender is one of the best songs yeah, ever written. That's fair. You that kind what? of stuff I love. And then I love the mythology of Elvis. The fact that yeah. like in all of American culture, there's never been a person like that. Like that's just true. that kind of gravitas and that like influence is just whack. That's fair. I love that that's mythology. Fair. It's like an Amer- he's like an American Hercules. It's all- it's rad eating peanut butter sandwiches. At American Hercules would have been a better name than Elvis for <laughs> that, that biopic. For that movie. That would have been I would have watched it. If they all like, "Oh, American Hercules, what a- okay, what <laughs> happened in Elvis's life?" Actually, hold on. Hercules never fell, did he though? Like he never had a fall. Who was like a I mean, Ameri- he died. I'm, well, yeah. But well, no, I'm sorry. I mean, I, well, Hercules. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think of another Greek god that like fits okay. Elvis better. Maybe Ozymandias. Somebody that was prideful and then destroyed themselves. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. Um, And this is... Not that Ozymandias is a great... I'm confusing categories, <laughs> but uh, you get the point. Yeah. Um, Like, normally, like, I'm not going to go out of my way to watch a biopic. But they he did such a great job with this movie that it was like it was unavoidable to not love it yeah and here's why i think you took a really gross and unsettling situation that was mark zuckerberg and what he did and you gave that idea took the rights to the that event 
gave it to a director who only makes movies about unsettling events. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, um, I'll give it a couple more positives that I think really set it apart for me. One, I love the score, the soft piano, mm-hmm. very mood setting. Two, it made this is a weird one. Okay, this is a weird thing. Yeah. It made me feel like I was back in college, my first two years in college. Okay. Like the feeling that it gives you of the college setting. Yeah. Because most of that movie takes place that he's still at Harvard. Yeah. And that that specific feeling you get of being at like a university and being – and I was a computer science major too, you know? Yeah. And so seeing all the characters just like hanging out wearing hoodies and like programming crap. Yeah. Like I don't know why it took me back in a way – and that, that took me back to, what, four years ago, you know, like not that long ago. But it gave me a very specific feeling that I don't feel very often. Yeah. And uh, I guess that's the best, like, that's all I can say for it. You kind of hate all the characters. Yeah. You know, uh, but it just works. It Like, for me, it works on a level none of these others do. I love the social network. Yeah. And I hate, again, I hate the, the thing it's about. And yeah. I just, as a movie, I love it as a movie. Yeah. You know what's, uh, speaking of hating everybody army hammer they played the the twins oh i know okay cool can you remind me what he did though um yeah he it was very um in vague terms in vague terms um just a lot of fantasy stuff with his partners that involved cannibalism um and that's the gist of it just stuff that made me so incredibly unsettled um and it was just fantasy stuff and like oh because it was so weird, like, obviously, like, people... He got rep- canceled. Got canceled. Well, yeah, got canceled, but also, like, reported for abuse. But because his family is so wealthy and, like, what well, yeah, they make baking soda. Yeah. Wait, for real? Oh, uh... Is that actually his hold, family? Hold on. If I'm I not... making a pun. If I'm not wrong... His name's Army. If I'm not wrong, Armand Hammer was, I think think a tycoon of some kind shut, hold on shut hold, up. Hey, sh- you're messing with sh- me sh- a different company called arm and hammer existed and at some point he acquired the company arm and hammer bought arm and hammer <laughs> and this kid's a descendant of like hundreds of mi- like billion dollar family and so now so what he's army the ninth Army is short I, for Armand, I'm guessing. I, no, I think his name is Army. Oh, so he's... A-R- what? A-R-M-I-E. So Army. it's not short for Armand? No, it's Armand. Named after his great-grandfather, Armand Hammer? Army Hammer. They just named him Army. Army, little Army. So that's like... Your name is Joseph mm-hmm. Delano Farmer the second? Junior. Junior. Okay, so the second. <laughs> yeah. So that would be like if you had a kid... And you're like, I'm going to name him Joe Delano Farmer. And everyone's like, oh, yeah, the third. And you're like, no, just Joe. <laughs> I'm naming him Joey Farmer. Yeah, Joey Farmer. <laughs> the first. The first. No, he will continue his own life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but I might be wrong about those details about his life. Anyway. I accepted them as fact. Pure fact. Yeah, okay. It's too late. <laughs> cool. Because I don't really feel like looking it up right now. Cool. Um. Anyways, yeah, all those people were disgusting. That was the topic that we were talking about. And and now we're on to my number four. Your number four. Because your number four was The Social Network, which is my number one. Yeah. My number four is Gone Girl, which I saw for the first time two months ago. Yeah. Great movie. 
Uh, just great. It's just a great thriller. And it's based on a novel. And you can tell it's a very like you feel like you're listening to a one of those crime podcasts that white women listen to. Yeah. You know, it's like that kind of story. But it's like, what if the white woman was like a was like a bad girl, you know? Yeah. Like um, that's the gist of the story. Um the spoilers. <laughs> great movie dude all the oh, way through yeah. it has you on the edge of your seat it's some twists and turns oh yeah so well made well acted completely horrendous not satisfying emotionally not even a little bit <laughs> but uh it's uh it's good it's just an unsettling movie yeah it just makes you go huh i guess i should never trust anyone and also i'm sad <laughs> yeah but at least they were rich and they just, the movie exists for just entertainment purposes. There's absolutely no, like... It's like, hey, I think it's also based on a book. It is. It's not. Uh, yeah. Check out whoever wrote the book. Why? Like, check out yeah, this... Why? Dep- what, are the, what are the themes going on here? Depressing story. Yeah. Isn't that sad? You know, All right. Yeah, there, there's some themes in there, but they're not that strong. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm trying to think, like, you know, if I watch freaking... This actually, now that I think about it, I'm gonna recant that, and you just continue talking. Okay, good movie. I liked it. Yeah, Gone Girl's great, dude. Yeah, Gone Girl was awesome. Where is it ranked on your list? It's my number four. You know what's funny about our lists mm-hmm. is I moved one single movie. Really? And it was The Social Network. Okay. Because so- my number three. It's is Gone, Gone Girl. Girl. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so is your number two and three in the same order, but yours is just one and two? Mm-hmm. So, okay. I actually... We'll get there, but I am like two rewatches away from agreeing with you entirely. Okay, cool, cool. So <laughs> Yeah, right on. It's just going to take... A, I'm going to have to revisit some yeah. things. And I, but... All right. So, yeah. Gone Girl. Anything else to say about Gone Girl? Uh, No. I mean, like, I don't... Again, you said there's like... There's no major themes... Uh, I mean, like, I mean, there's things distrust, like distrust and love and, and love loyalty. And can you, and you really know somebody and well, independence? Yeah, yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, and and yeah, mar- marriage. It's about yeah. marriage, but not really. It's more just about like, you know, those podcasts you listen to. Well, what if one of them was like, well, you know, yeah. What if the victim clapped back? You know. Yeah, what if Crime Junkies released their greatest episode they could ever imagine? That would be Gone Girl. That would be Gone Girl. It's uh, and I shouldn't say clap back because that makes it sound like it's the good the good person. The what if the bad what if the victim was the bad person? Yeah, I'm also not gonna. I should recant my statement as well. Not that Crime Junkies is like we need to come up with new content. These are real people's lives they're talking about. So. Sure. Uh, Shout out Brit. Sending love and positive energy to all those families. No, I'm I'm praying for you, Brit. I'm sending positive vibes toward Ashley because she doesn't believe in God. So, (laughs) but Brit does. Hey, speaking of Brit, we should. Hey, Brit, call us at nine one eight two six eight six three three seven because we need a we need a. Ashley Flowers would never come on our podcast, would she? Why do I know these people's names? I don't know. What were you going to say? It is kind of crazy that you you don't know their names. No, I do know their names. Oh, you're totally right. What is happening? 
I'm pausing. That's what Britt does. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> she, yeah, she kind of inter- I always wondered if they're like recording over it. I think Zoom so. Because she's always like butts in at the worst time. So anyway. Yeah. <laughs> What's your number? Uh, so my number four was Gone Girl. Your number three is Gone Girl. So yeah. I guess I'll say my number three. Yeah. My- which is your number two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which is actually until yesterday was my number two. Okay. But because my, I moved something ahead of it, which is the movie that's your number yeah. one. Yeah. My number three is Seven. Yeah. Which honestly, of the movies on this list... In terms of it's just like originality, it's my favorite. Yeah. It's my favorite. Yeah, uh, originality, I would agree. I don't think it's based on anything. It's not a true story. I it's just And it still fits into that you wouldn't steal a car. It's everything's high blue saturated and it's rainy and it's sad and depressing. Uh written Yeah, no, it's not it's not based on anything. Incredible. What a banger. Absolutely. All right. So Seven is just a great movie. It's a detective movie, mm-hmm. serial killer movie, and just deeply unsettling in every way. And probably the most gut-wrenching, sickening ending to a movie I've ever seen. And I've yeah. seen a lot of horrifying movies. Uh, but something about Seven just makes you want to throw up. Yeah. The whole way through, you want to throw up. You know it's going to end bad. Yeah. You know it's going to. And still, at the end, you want to throw up. And it's so cool to build up spo- major spoiler alerts if we're going to talk about yeah, this movie. Absolutely. Um it's such a an interesting idea to develop the idea of a serial killer who bases his murders of only seven murders based on the seven deadly sins. Yeah. And, and each one sends a message. Yeah. yeah. It Very it's cool. so cool. Great idea um, for a movie. If I'm not wrong um Wait, hold on. Starring, um, yeah. If I'm not wrong, again, spoiler. Uh, it's whatever. If you haven't seen this movie, just go watch it. It came out in '95, man. Like you had time. Um, it came out almost 30 years ago. Yeah, uh, I feel no pity for you. Um, Kevin Spacey, rest in peace. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, if I'm not wrong with it, he's, he was kept secret from the public. Like they didn't, nobody told like any, like it wasn't in press release that he was, that in, he was the in the movie. And then when it was revealed at the end that he was like, he's been the serial killer. It was like, Oh my God. Like Kevin Spacey blowing up famous. Kevin Spacey is the murderer. It was just like a cool thing to be like, Hey, here's an A-list celebrity that you didn't know was in the movie. Surprise. That is pretty cool. Um, Howard Shore did the score, which I is weird. I didn't know that. I didn't know no. that until I saw that just a minute ago. Um, also, we see Brad Pitt at his greasiest phase. Yeah. Um, so that's cool. Yeah, it is cool. Um, I think the, again, like based on the seven deadly sins and leading up to murder. Wrath. 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 And using that as his, like he's using that to still send a message to the ones that have been hunting him down it is so cool. Yeah, that your that your last target to make 
He's trying to drive him to wrath, to commit yeah. to wrath, and his target is the detective who's haunting him. It's yeah. just crazy. Such a cool story. It's so unique. What's in the box? What's in the box? So, anything else? Okay, great. We have to go back. in the box? Oh, what? I don't understand. No, I was doing you what you were doing just with what's in the box. But why? What's the connection? Oh, nothing. Not at all. All right. <laughs> uh, my number two. Is your number one? Is my number one, and that's Zodiac. And uh, we talked. This is the last movie, right? We've talked about everything. Yeah, else we've talked about all the other ones. All right. So my number two is your number one, Zodiac. Up until yet, like two days ago, Zodiac was my number three. I had seven above Zodiac. And then I rewatched Zodiac, and I was like, "There is no way on God's green earth that that movie is not one of the best darn movies I've ever it seen." It is. It's incredible captivating and it's true it's a true story it that's a true yeah i usually do i'm not i don't that's what like to me in my brain i'm thinking i should like seven the best because it's original yeah. completely original it's a crazy cool idea but zodiac first of all the zod the story of the zodiac killer is just awesome yeah it's just a good it's just fascinating it's great substance to create great substance and I, even if there was no movies were no movies based on it, it it would be fascinating to me yeah um but the fact that this movie is one of the best movies ever made is just incredible. Like, yeah. it adds to that. And, um, uh, go ahead. You say yeah, what you want to say. It's just, it's not only star power. It's not only, yeah, like, lots of star power. Lots of, movie. tons of star power. There's, like, two or three Avengers in this movie. Yeah. Um, and, or at least Marvel characters. Uh, at least, there are least. two Avengers. Two Avengers. And at least. Probably three or four at this point. Marvel, yeah, Marvel characters. Character. Everybody's a Marvel um, character. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal ended up yeah. being a Marvel villain. So, yeah. all the three main characters are in the MCU. But yeah. that's not really surprising. Um, yeah. Uh, the script writing and storytelling to, like, of what was happening, which was based on true events. Obviously, tons of liberties were taken. Um, I loved... The style that he filmed it in, like obviously seventies San Francisco, is a great cool. Setting. It's a great setting for a movie to be filmed in, especially for like a murder, like thriller mystery, uh, detective mystery to take place in. Um, what's also really impressive is that everything that's done in the movie is so, I'm production wise, is so well done and so subtly well done. That it's jarring when you realize that so much of it, the city backdrops, city streets, is completely CGI. Yeah, there's a lot of CGI in this movie, which you wouldn't think. You wouldn't think. There's you wouldn't think, oh, like he's at a crime scene. You can see like the cars on the side of the street. He's looking at a body. There's San Francisco behind him, completely fake. Everybody. He's standing in one fake street. And that's it. That's the only piece of set that Mark Ruffalo has is that one piece of fake street he's standing on. Everything else in that shot is fake. There's one specific shot in this movie that I think every time I think of Zodiac, I think of this shot. And it's they're riding in a taxi. Mm -hmm. And I think a taxi could be just their car, but I think it's a taxi. And the taxi takes... Is an aerial view of the taxi, like a drone shot almost, following the car. It's perfectly centered in the frame. And the taxi takes a right turn, and the camera perfectly tilts and mm. and goes with the car, like as you're turning the corner. You turn oh, the corner yeah. with the taxi. So the taxi stays exactly where it is, and the city's basically turning oh, around. Yeah. And uh, 
that always stuck with me because it's visually so cool. And I'm pretty sure it's 100% CGI. I'm pretty sure it's absolutely yeah. computer generated. I wouldn't doubt it. Because um, I don't know how they do that otherwise. So anyway. Um, no, but then the subject matter is fascinating. The fact that yeah. it's based on a book as well. Okay. Uh, by the real guy. Cause it's all true, obviously. Yeah. And Jake Gyllenhaal's character writes a book in the movie. And he releases it at the end. Yeah. And it's called Zodiac. And that's the book that the movie's based on. So the yeah. book that the movie's based on is in the movie. It's weird. Yeah. But, um, um, and of course, he was just a cartoonist who wrote this, who was yeah. following the story and wrote this book. Anyway, the movie and the book put forth a hypothesis. They, th- they think they know who the Zodiac yeah. is. Spoiler alert. It's a uh, balding janitor. Big boy. Yeah, big boy. And the, the movie says, we think this is who it is. And yeah. he was, he fit every single piece. Like, it seems so obvious. Every piece him, of suspicious data. Except for the handwriting. Yep. And that's why they disqualified him. They never followed him up because yep. his handwriting didn't match. But they basically go through the effort to show that that's not yeah. enough to disqualify him. Um, and it's still such a prolific thing. Like, the Zodiac Killer is still such a prolific case. Yeah. Like, if I'm not wrong, I think in the past year, um, one of his ciphers was cracked. For real? What did it say? I don't remember. Bro, but also, the bring fact that... Bring me chicken that, tindies. Bring me chicken The fact that it took well, 40, 50 years... To, there's still some that haven't been figured and out yet. The weird thing about cracked. it, though, is that I don't think that that's not due to his being a genius or no. anything. That's due to him being kind of stupid. Yeah, like he's he's oh no, they this were, movie as like an idiot. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, uh, like uh, I watched a video on it, and they're like, here's what it could mean. Here's also another meeting because um they he hey, there's not a lot of consistencies with like the code. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it was like there's some letters that are like. Never used again, so they think it might be one of two other letters, whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's still fascinating the fact that he's yeah, and that he could get away with it. Yeah, um, it is probably the uh, to me Zodiac and Social Network. I mean, they're my one and number one and two. They're the best movie. They're like as far as just filmmaking. Yeah, they are so good. They yeah. are perfect movies in terms of filmmaking yeah. and. Uh, he doesn't make a single wrong decision. One thing that's fascinating to me about the, the Zodiac case in this movie, in this movie, Mark Ruffalo's character is the head detective that's on mm-hmm. the Zodiac case. And uh, he was a real guy. And um, he is actually the guy that Dirty Harry is based on. Oh, okay. Have you seen Dirty Harry? Uh, no. I that could have been one of your picks. Uh, Dirty Harry is based on the Zodiac that's killer. A s- I haven't seen Dirty Harry, but that whole... That's like a series of movies, and there's like four or five of those. Yeah, I, I'm talking about the first one. Just I don't the first know, one, but yeah. the first one's based on the Zodiac Killer. The whole premise is there's yeah. a guy. He's called the freaking horoscope killer, or whatever, something stupid. Yeah, and uh, he's just a knockoff Zodiac. And then this this hotshot detective is chasing him down. And in the movie, Clint Eastwood plays this detective, Dirty Harry, and chases down this Zodiac Killer. Um, God, what do they call him? Uh, oh gosh. Not horoscope. There's a word like that. It's like a specific. It's a word for zodiac. Horoscope. No, no, no. It's it's a uh, it's one of the signs. Pisces, Aquarius, Sagittarius. What is it? Was one Virgo? No. Cancer, Taurus, Scorpio. Scorpio. The killer is called Scorpio. And uh, anyway, so Clint Eastwood chases him down and kills him, does justice or whatever. And uh, it, this that Dirty Harry came out just a couple years after. You know, while this yeah. was still hot. 
and uh, um, he uh, it's just fascinating to me that that happened like Dirty Harry and all that's based on a real person and in the movie Zodiac Mark Ruffalo's character goes and watches Dirty Harry he goes to the theater and watches it he has to walk out he has to walk out because it's a movie about him and his case that he could never solve yeah and then somebody even quips at him in the lobby they're like Hey, you, you should have done what Dirty Harry did. And he's like, yeah, if due process didn't exist, maybe I would, idiot. You know, he's like, yeah. he kind of claps. Anyway, it, it's uh, it's great all the way through. Yeah. Anyways, that's our list. If you disagree, tell David Venture. Or don't. No, you no, do. All right. Actually, you know what? Go to David Venture's movie list, like of his uh, filmography. Okay. What's the, of his ones you haven't seen, what's the one you're looking forward to watching next? Um, either Mank or Benjamin Button. Oh, I'm glad we're the same exact person. That's okay. great. That's fantastic. I'm glad we're so original. Whoa, yeah. crazy. I don't really have an interest to see Alien 3 or Dragon Tattoo or Panic Room. And those um, are the only options. Well, The Girl with a Dragon Tattoo, I think also based on a, a series of books, there's more than one. There's several... That is a movie series, and I think uh, Haircut Lady, I think played by Rooney Mara. Okay. Um, I think that character, uh, the actress, is replaced every time another movie comes out. So, For real? Yeah. Interesting. So, there's that. Uh, we should watch Mank after we finish Citizen Kane. Okay. Yeah, actually, that's a good point. Yeah. We, and then we need to do like a mega episode for Citizen Kane. Yeah, it deserves that. And we should probably start from the beginning, honestly. Honestly, I don't. I, um, we watched it, third, three, two thirds, maybe, and we forgot everything. At already. this point, it's been five years, maybe. No, no, because I lived in my apartment, right? No, you lived at your parents. Are you sure? On the couch, yeah. Gosh, are you sure? I'm certain. Because I have a vivid memory of it being in my apartment, but but I mean I know how memories are, so I could be that's wrong. Fair, like uh, that's fascinating. Because I thought it was the same time we because we watched The Lighthouse in my apartment. Yes, and I thought it was the same so. time period, but maybe not. I don't think so. Dang. If if it's based on my memory, which is also just as faulty, it was about four or five years ago. That's whack. Yeah, I definitely don't remember anything. No. I remember clips that people have talked about online about the movie. Well, here, I'll say this. I remember him being in a news uh, news editor room. I'll say this. Rosebud.